Hi guys, welcome to this morning's Five Property Show. Is the time now to sell your home in the best market in a decade in Fife? Absolutely. I cannot remember a market like this. Record high demand, record short supply, record low interest rates, record speeds of sale and record high prices have all created one of the strongest seller markets in memory. So on today's show, we have Perry McIntosh. Good morning, everyone. Hiya, how are you doing? And uh, Andrea Stanford. Morning. Morning. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Now, guys, you, you, know, you heard my introduction there. I, I, you know, the, the time is now to sell your house in the best market in a decade and five. That's the reality. You know, what's, you know have you, are you seeing this? Absolutely. Um, and even when I'm doing viewings with people, people are saying how, how many times they've gone to look at other houses, how many bids they're putting in, how many times they're getting outbid. Um, and buyers really are struggling to get that property that they want. Yeah, I think we've also seen a, a, an increase in the number of people who have been fairly settled in their properties for many years and are taking advantage now of the high sale prices yeah. uh, and putting their properties on the market and then possibly just going into rented until they find something else. Yeah, but they're not just about like for like if they're taking advantage of the high prices just now. Is it like for like? I don't know. I don't think it is. I think it's slightly different. I think because the demand is much higher, it's creating a, a different trend. Mm -hmm. I would actually say, in fact, you see the conditions just now, they're so favourable enough, basically to temporarily just throw the rule book out completely about how to put your house on the market and just put it on. It's, mm -hmm. it's unprecedented times. Unusually, I'd recommend spending two or three weeks on fixing every unfinished job in your house, perfecting your curb appeal, getting your interior styling just right. However, with so much demand out there and so little property available, we'll all show all these statistics later on and you'll see and get a clear picture of what's going on here. The time to get your home in the market really is today. Mm. It is, absolutely. And certainly what I would agree with the part about the decor and your, your appeal to your property. People are, are so excited about moving into homes now and actually getting that house that they like. They're seeing beyond all of that and they're thinking, well, actually, that's fine. I can put my own stamp on it. Whereas previously, people would be looking at property and saying, actually, there's an awful lot to do here. We're not getting that feedback now. People are saying, that's fine. I can fix that because I've assessed what they want and where they want to be. Uh, just hurry up and get your house on the market. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And, and it's not from a point of view that we just want to sell it. It's the fact that this market is huge. It's booming. It's more or less we could say it's our purchasers that are the ones that are driving the market. We've got people coming in uh, into the office and on the phone all the time saying, I'm looking for this. I'm looking for this. Just please tell me when, as soon as you've got anything that's available, which can then you know prompt us to go back to people that we've maybe done market appraisals for but have not been quite ready to to go on the market, we go back to them and um, you know get them signed up, and then that's them um, ready to go. And we've already got a buyer for them. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's it's not only an impressive time to be selling. Really, it's a golden opportunity to increase your buying power for your home that you've always wanted. I mean, historically low interest rates and accessible lending are all making that extra bedroom, bigger garden, um, perfect location uh, more possible than ever before. Is, is that the case? 
Yeah, I think it absolutely is. And I, I think because we've got people as well who are now moving into Fife that possibly wouldn't have lived in Fife previously as well. And they're doing that because of the, the change in the world, I think, and the fact that people are working from home. So there's a, a different aspect of what they want to do in life in regards to where they need to be and where they want to live. And I think a lot of people as well who maybe lived in bigger towns are looking to have a quieter lifestyle. They want to be by the sea um, and they want to enjoy the, the freedom of life, I think, after having no freedom, <laughs> I guess. There's another case that everybody's realising Fife just God's country. Oh, absolutely <laughs> it is. You totally forget how beautiful it was. I was doing viewings at a property that we have at the moment that's close to the Leaven Beach. Um, and everyone that was looking at that property were saying exactly that. The house is stunning. The location is what's pulling people towards it. Um, yeah. And I think Fife at the moment really is where people want to be. Absolutely. I mean... Have you been uh, for people out there? Uh, I'll just say a quick good morning. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Um, if anybody's watching and you want to ask any questions live, please feel free. That's what we're here for as well. Um, the key here is if you've been pondering about selling your home or holding off for the right moment, the ideal conditions are here right now for achieving a premium price. Um, and by having the sale already agreed, you'll enhance your buyer's position as well. And we'll talk about that in, in, in a wee while, when your dream home actually hits the market. Because this is not about, it's not about really about selling your home. Because that's, as, as, and I'm getting to the point where I'm actually going to say that the home will sell its health <laughs> in this sort of market. But a clever agent gets the maximum price for you. But it's allowing you to find your dream home, your next home. That's what the whole thing's all about. It's not about the home you've got just now. It's the home you're going to is more important to a, to a seller. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah I would, oh, sorry. No, on you a, go. a lot of people are still of the impression that they need to find that dream home first before they put their own property on the market. And But then when that dream home comes along, they're not in a position to purchase it, or more often than not, they're not in a position to do anything. And the way that the market is going so quickly, that dream house is gone before... So, it's about getting yourself ready, get yourself market ready, even get your property on the market and um, control the, the speed of the, the, the sale, yeah. the transaction. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Certainly what we are finding, you know, the discussions I've been having from potential purchasers this week are, actually, I'll maybe wait and I'll come and see it at the end of next week. And I'll say, don't wait, because next week it won't be here. It'll be gone. Uh, <laughs> because that's what we're seeing. It will be a way. But I used to get a tongue in cheek. I used to get a lot of people just look look at me as if to say, "You're just playing me," and I'm like, mm -hmm. "I'm no. I'm genuinely not." And I've always done that in the past. I've always mm -hmm. said to people, "I'm not doing that." That's mm -hmm. a t you know, it's the typical estate agent's trick. It's like, "Oh, this will not hang around long." But when I say this will not hang around long, I really mean this will not hang around long. Yeah. And I met the people that have actually come back to me and said, "Why did you not tell me?" And I thought, "Hey." Should I have pre-recorded that moment <laughs> <laughs> and actually played that back to you and said, I did tell you about three days ago that this will not hang around long and now you're saying, why did you not tell me? Yeah. For goodness sake, just listen. You need to jump on a house straight away. In fact, I would recommend people, um, you know, if you want, follow our YouTube channel as well because we often put our videos up on our YouTube channel for approval first so we can send it to the customer so they can just sign it off. I mean, every single time it's right anyway, but they can sign it off right. And therefore you can see that property actually before it hits the market. Mm -hmm. So there's a wee trick for you and um, for, for our system. Just jump on our, our YouTube channel, uh, register with it, 
make sure you can you can do that and take advantage of seeing that property before anyone else because it's the walkthrough it's the drone tour um probably a classic example is follow the facebook pages as well that would keep beating that drum someone said to me the other day why do you do pre-portal launches you know what is it all about and i went well it's actually about getting people the opportunity to see the property without having to wait in line with everyone else on right move and zoopla um, and get in there first before everyone else and have that golden opportunity to get that heads up before anyone else. That's really what it comes down to. I mean, this week's blog we're going to look at and this 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 show, we're going to look at how to you you can use the market to your advantage, um, both as a seller and a buyer this time. Um, there's plenty um, to take in and consider for this, but fear not if you're still wondering if the time is right for your move, then you can contact us or message us. We're happy to do that. Okay, so let's go into the first one. How do we know this is record short supply? Well, almost over a year ago in Fife, we had about all the estate agencies, we had about 1,200 properties on the market. That's 1,200 properties for sale. So what makes it what makes us think we've got record short supply? Well, there's Zupla this morning, literally an hour ago. There's Zupla, and it what does it say? 468 properties are available for sale. Less than half the stock is available for sale than there was over a year ago in Fife. That tells me straight away that there is a shortage of supply. And you go into right move, you can do that yourself. You just type in Fife. Now, the key here is, although the lack of property on the market means that you'll find have minimal competition in selling your home, you could well you could well be concerned about finding somewhere to buy as well. Um, the curious thing about low supply levels is how they are usually followed by a flood of homes. Now, last week, if you'd watched the show or the week before, I said there was 440 properties in the market, so we've gone up 20 in a week. So when you think about it, if this is the flood of properties coming onto the market, if we go up and up and up, then eventually we'll get back to that supply level, which will even out. Uh, so as soon as everyone gets wind of the favourable conditions, they rush to seize the moment before it fades and the turning, the lack of availability into an oversupply. This is a, it's rarely a gradual change in this process. And the, and the diaries of a stage begin to groan from trying to fit in all the variations in the photography. We're finding that now, eh? You know, yeah, when you think about that, when you think about what I'm just about to talk about, um, we're finding out the now where we've actually now got quite a lot of properties in the pipeline waiting to come to market. And we are now struggling to go out to valuations in the same week as we're getting asked to do it and also get photographs and descriptions. And yet the reality is it's all individual people that do individual jobs for these. It's not one person that does everything. So yeah. what, what does that tell us? I mean, from a month ago, that wasn't the case, but now that is kind of the case. So is, is this the start of the flood of properties coming to market? It, it could well be, to be honest. And certainly the inquiries that we are receiving in regards to people who are potentially wanting to get valuations on the property, we've certainly seen the phone ringing much more frequently in the last fortnight in regards to that. Now, even the surveyors are saying that they're ultra busy at the moment as well. So there is definitely an uptrend. 
Yeah, interesting comment from Sheena. Uh, Sheena. Uh, morning, Sheena, how are you? We sold our property last year and are waiting on the market to drop as the prices of houses are over our budget. So we're kind of stuck in the rented accommodation field. You know, I know one person that feels that pain. <laughs> <laughs> um, I absolutely agree with your situation and your comment there. Um, we're in the exact same position, sold in October, went into rental we've got a specific thing that we would like to buy um, and we just can't see it out there. And the ones that we can see, yeah, the budget's not within what we would want to do. Um, so it's a challenge, um, but it's great for people who are selling. Absolutely it is, but not for people like us who are, are waiting. So yeah, I feel your pain. <laughs> but you were quite fortunate. You had an estate agent that got you 30,000 more than the original price that we spoke about. <laughs> I did indeed, Mr. Parker. It was fantastic. Thank you very much. <laughs> I want to keep I want to keep a hold of that 30,000. I don't want to give it to someone else. <laughs> and, and, but that's the key here. You know, um, I, personally, um, personally, I don't think the property market, there's no indicators that will tell me that the property market's going to drop. So um, my advice to you, Sheena, is just be vigilant, get in there before everyone else, follow Facebook pages, actually contact estate agents and register with the estate agent and keep on their back all the time about is there something coming up that fits my criteria and fits my budget? Because you never know, you might get in there before someone else. Plus the fact is some properties actually don't go to market at all. They're actually <clears throat> sold pre-market. And the reason for that is because sometimes the seller just doesn't want to, to just doesn't want to put it on a portal. Sometimes they just don't want people to know because of the circumstances surrounding their sale. Mm -hmm. So they're quite happy. And then there's other ones that actually take the hit because they're, they prefer to have someone uh, come, a family come and live in their home, a certain type of family, rather than actually, rather than actually, let's be honest, it's a second homeowner. Um, so they would prefer to sell it to someone as, as a family home. So there is opportunities out there, but you have to contact your estate agents all the estate agents register them tell them your story and keep on top of them all the time that's the that's the key it does it it's, it's the early bird that catches the worm yeah and you know one of the things i would also suggest um and recommend is if there is something out there as well don't get caught in that bubble of thinking there's no point in going for it because i'll never get it because i'm going to have to pay x or i'm going to have to pay y because that's not what we're seeing yes in some properties that will happen but Jim's right in what he says there. I mean, we've done some recent sales where actually there hasn't been that top purchase price being accepted. And there's been circumstances with the potential buyers that have allowed them to get that property, even though yeah. they've maybe not bid to the top price. So, you know, keep that in mind. It's always worth, always have the feeling that I will pay what I'm happy to pay and I'll offer what I'm happy to pay. And if I get it, fantastic. If I don't, then I know that I did and I've got no regrets. We call that your no regret position. Um, and I would recommend anyone follows that. Yes, it's frustrating. You might have to do that four or five times and still not get the property that you want, but don't get disheartened by that. Just keep going. It is really, I mean, to, to, for people to bow out, um, it's, it's amazing how I get that um, that from, from a, a prospective buyer. They, they actually write themselves off and they say they're not going to offer because it might go to a closing date. And I'm like, how do you know at the closing date that everybody's going to offer? And if everybody else thought the same way, nobody would offer at the closing date. We know a recent closing date, actually, that the original offer was a lot more than the offer that was accepted at the closing date. And 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 that's a reality. I, I, I as well, you know, I recently got um, a property that was at 60,000 and I got it for 45 because mm -hmm. I took a punt mm -hmm. and, and it worked out perfectly. So So it's out there. It depends on the person's circumstances. So do not write that off. You always move and 
jump there. The key is here, and I liken it to a game of poker, for example. If you come in straight away and you're mm. in a position to proceed like you, Sheena, um, the classic example here is you've got all your cards ready to go, mm. and you can lay your cards on the table now and say, this is my position, this is my offer, take it or leave it. That's it. Yeah. And that then forces everybody else's hand. Now, they might all have property to sell or they might have mortgages to arrange. So they might not be able to conclude or, or proceed as quick as possible in comparison. And that might actually suit the seller in the right criteria. It might be the right exit for them. And that's exactly how I got that one just as I spoke the now. I'm, I was ready to go. It was a cash buy. And, and I said, I can conclude in three weeks. I can conclude tomorrow if you want. You know, it's just the solicitors that are going to speed this up or slow this down. And they went, perfect, it's, it, it ticks all my boxes. Yep, absolutely. There's a fear factor with closing dates as well. I, I was doing viewings at a property yesterday. And the two, there's two points to this, actually. One is about the closing date. Um, and before the person even got over the doorstep, we're saying, oh, if it goes to closing, I'm not interested. And I was like, but you haven't even looked at the house yet. You know, and so you, there, there is a bit of a mentality with some, not with others. Um, and to go back to what you were saying earlier, Jim, about estate agent games and the hype things up and, I also had the comment whereby, oh, I see what you've done here. You've got us all coming in back to back, one in, one out, one in, one out. You're creating a frenzy. And I said, absolutely, that's not what we're doing. But the, the property is so popular, we've actually got a waiting list for people who want to come and see this. So, you yeah. know, we're not going to come on multiple days. So you're getting everybody in there. So you may get an impression, but that impression might not be what the end result is. So you have to go if you feel it's a property that suits for yourself. Yeah, I think, I think it's the, the, the FOMO, the fear of missing out that a lot of people suffer from. They're terrified and, and they are actually going with a preconception about how it happens. As a property buyer and, a, and an investor and a landlord, I've done it for 30 years. And it's amazing the amount of times that I used to walk around the property. And, and I'll be honest, I used to put everybody else off. <laughs> 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 and by the time and they all fell for it and by the time we got to the end there i was the only person left and basically i was able to name my price and it was significantly lower than what they were asking every single time and because i knew i know how to do that as a as a buyer and as an investor i know how to plant all these seeds with people and get that and play that game it came to a point though where actually when i turned up everybody assumed straight away that this was a fantastic deal so i had to actually send other people in my place <laughs> <laughs> you spoiled your own game there then i know, I know, I know. I've, I've often wondered that you know when when the market when there was a lot of properties out there available and you were looking to buy you had a whole heap of things that you could choose from and you really could pick your best one but now that there's such short supply and there's maybe only one property that is suitable for your needs and you get your offer accepted on it and then you're going through your conveyancing and then you see another property that comes on that's maybe better i don't know there must be a lot of people out there thinking oh god i just wish there had been a bit more choice I think I think a lot. I actually think that as well. Sometimes that other people see another property coming on and think, "Wow, that I would have liked that better." But I just think people switch off as a, as humans, and we yeah. actually switch off once once we find the property we're after. We switch off. We don't want to know anything else, and that's it. We're focused on something else after that because mm -hmm. we all live busy lives, so we can't all sit and do it. We probably just see it because we are in that industry all the time, and we get to see everything else coming on, whereas other people don't. They switch off their alert. As well for for that type of for any type of property on all these websites because they're they're no searching anymore they're they're, they're on to, they've got their dream home 
they're a way to now find out what furnishes I can get, what carpets yeah, I should put down, what colours I should be painting the walls. Is this is the floor plan? A, you know, is it a big enough space to fit all my furniture in? And how? So they become almost like uh, almost like a nest sort of thing. You know, the mm -hmm. birds building the nest and stuff like that, and get ready for their new home. Um, so I, I, I think they actually just switch off as a result. I, I'd be interested to hear other people's comments uh, watching the show. Um, I mean, to help you find your next home, your selling agent really should pull out all the stops. If you're looking to stay in Fife, um, a classic example is we'll actually retarget people in certain streets in order to say that if you've got a house to sell, and a lot of people have actually maybe seen it coming up on social media quite a lot, and the fact that, look, we've just sold this. If you've got a similar property to sell, we had 10 other people offer at the closing date. Therefore, if you've got a property like this, probably now is the time to sell because we've got all these buyers lined up, ready to go, ready to pay a premium price, which will allow you to move on. That's probably the key here. So we'll I'll talk. Agree with that. Yeah, and we'll talk to as many estate agents as you need to help get your offer accepted as well. You know, mm -hmm. often I actually, and on, on, sometimes I'm actually asked to negotiate a price, you know, an offer for someone else with another estate agent. So it's it's not uncommon for me to do that. Um, where I've sat around somebody's kitchen table and I phoned the estate agent and I've actually said, look, they're willing to offer this, they're in this position um, and they can go forward with that. And then they come back to me and say, yeah, we've got a deal. Um, so it's, it's all the things that happen in the background for your estate agent is key and what they are doing for you to get you, your, not only just sell your house, but get you your next house. That's probably yeah. the key point as well. Yeah, absolutely. would agree with that. And certainly that's what we are doing at the moment um, in regards to our sellers. When we know what they're looking for, we're actively looking on their behalf, obtaining home reports from other agents, etc., just to try and get them what they need to be. So it, we're not an estate agent that's just all about selling a home. It's about creating lives for other people as well and getting them their dream end. Um, and I think that's really important. And Again, what you're saying there, Jim, about getting in there quick for a property as well. We've also got the situation, certainly, that I'm seeing and our inquiries team are seeing, whereby we've got regular customer or potential buyers who are calling us every week and say, I know you sold one here. Have you got another one coming? Do you yeah. know if this number's coming up? Do you know if that one's coming up? And, you know, that's what I would like. And I, do you mind if I phone you every week and ask you this question? Um, as well as following all the channels, they're just covering themselves. I've got people texting me all the time. And it's like, and I'm thinking, oh, can I, can I cope with this? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, you can phone us every week, but just... <laughs> but, but how did you get my number? And it's like, but, but the, you know, it's it, any way possible you can get it. But the reality is, what I did for that person last night is I actually sent him the home report straight away. So it, it obviously worked what he was trying to do and trying to get, because he was trying to get in there before everyone else. So mm -hmm. he was the first person that got it, because I keep saying to people, the wheel that squeaks the loudest gets the most oil. You always, I always like a good phrase. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about record number of buyers. Can I show you this? This is our website activity. Now, this wee dotted line is last year's activity, year on year, right up to now, the year before, and that's when it came to lockdown. So it dropped and it came to lockdown, and then we went, bang, there's lockdown last year coming out, and it going right up. This thick blue line is this year's activity. Look at it. It goes right up from Christmas, comes right down, and then starts to proceed all the way up, and then all the way up, and it's still higher than it was last year and after lockdown came out. So, And we're going up again. So it's an unprecedented demand. And when you look at the year on year, 
our website activity is 105% up. That is another 227,000 visitors a month, a, a year, sorry. That's 20,000 extra a month on top of what we had before. So we've now got round about 40,000 visitors a month. And that's not taking into account places like Rightmove, Zoopla, and that maximizes it up to about 50,000 a month actually looking at our properties. That's, an, that, I mean, that's a record number of buyers. Um, so there are so many, when you think about it, there's so many high quality buyers out there right now. You'll be able to choose from the cream of the crop. And, and, and the other side of that coin is you might actually face a lot, lot of competition wherever you're looking to buy, but you'll be at a disadvantage if you try to find your next property before accepting an offer on your own. We beat this drum every single time. You've got no chance if you're not in a position to go or you've yeah. not got your house in the market. Absolutely, and we do see that. We get inquiries and they're like, I really love this house, I've been waiting because this is where I want to be. You ask the question, is your property on the market? No. Uh, you look at to put it on the market well only if i get this house or only if i get this one or i'm going to wait and see till october or but i want to come and see that we're struggling to put those types of people into view a property because you've got 15 potential other people in front of you who've already sold got an offer in the position that sheena and myself are in for instance and that is really appealing to our buyers because they don't want the fuss of it selling your home is a stressful thing you don't want parades of people coming through unless you really have to so if you yeah. can get a quick deal early doors People like that. Mm. One of the things I would say is um, some people will just turn up on your doorstep if you're selling your house and try and make you a, a, a private offer to buy your property. That is not going to get you the best deal. And more often than not, we see those sorts of things falling through uh, once they, they reach conveyancing stage. Um, so I would be say, very tempted to just, you know, tell people that turn up on your doorstep, please contact my estate agent uh, to arrange a viewing and they'll, yeah. you know, because we've I seen that umpteen times with yeah, private, tell you what, private I had, buyers. A conversation last night, um, some a customer phoned me up, we've finally got the got it over the line in terms of the, uh, get everything in place for them. So we've got everything in place for them and they said, uh, well, the Largo Arts Festival's on this week, so I'm just going to put a wee sign outside my outside my property to see how I get on. And I'm like, oh my God. And, and, and with the intention of putting it to market when a state agent, if later on, and I'm thinking, you're going to blow all these people out of the water because they're not going to see the, the because you only get the, you only get one chance to make a first impression. Once it's gone, it's gone. You'll never get it back. Yeah. So why would you not just hang off and wait to the right time? And I actually clearly said to her, look, I can get all these people and I can get your advert back in front of these people at visit the area. Yes, we can. <laughs> it's called retargeting. So we retarget people who visit an area because your data and your your everything that you do is all tracked by Google and Facebook and social media and LinkedIn and every single site you go on for free and Twitter. They track all your data points. They know where you are. So we use these systems to get our adverts back in front of you because we know you've been in an area. So if you come and visit the beautiful East Nuke of Fife, and you disappear, and two weeks later, you will see our advert appearing for a property in the East, East Nuka Fife, no matter where you are in the world, <laughs> because we are able to retarget you as a result. And that is key for everything to get right in front of the right audience. 
-hmm. It's not about catching somebody's information and giving them half the message for them to decide. And and, and I think it's I think it's a, a it's 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 an obligation on a seller to make sure they give them all the facts um, as equally as well because that person could be saying no to something they know nothing about. Um, it must be it might be their there must be the most beautiful property in the world, but because they've been introduced to it incorrectly and they've not seen it in its right true light and what it is for them and where it is for them and how it'll appeal to them, it could end up putting them off and then that's them switched off. It's like when it comes up on the websites, they just go, oh, I've seen that before, and then they just move on to the next one. So yeah. it's key you don't try and let people through your door just before you're about to put it on the market to let them have a quick look round, especially if you've got an estate agent going to be doing that job for you because mm -hmm. they know how to get the best price for you. They know how to push all the right buttons for you in order to get that best price at the end. Another thing that I would also say that's happened a few times recently um, is once a sale has been agreed that the cash purchaser suddenly changes the goalposts and decides to apply for a, a mortgage. mortgage or a mortgage. And, you know, I really feel for our vendors because that's going to hold yeah. the, the progression of the conveyancing up probably by about another six weeks. So because it's such a buoyant market out there, there are more and more people that would be able to be cash buyers, yeah. proper cash buyers, that these the vendors are just going to say, okay, no. We're just going to put it back on the market. We've got another buyer. Yeah, I had a customer, a buyer, phone me the other day, and they said, "I'm a cash buyer." And I asked them four times, in four different ways, "What type of cash buyer are you?" And 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 it was like, "So you're a cash buyer. So you have the money in the bank?" "Yeah, absolutely. I've got money back." "So you don't need a mortgage?" "No, I don't need a mortgage." So you don't. <laughs> and I went through all these different things just to qualify them to make sure that they were in a position to actually proceed as a cash buyer. So you can get that money out on a short notice. You can actually pay that money straight away if you wanted. If you wanted tomorrow, you could buy that property. And they went, absolutely, I've got the money in the bank ready to go. And I immediately went, you could pay more money for this property now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's our job. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that you buy a skilled and estate agent, because then he announced to me that he's got double the amount he's actually prepared to pay for this one. <laughs> You've just given the game away. <laughs> <laughs> but people don't realise that. And, and I'll listen, to be honest, for people out there that are watching this as a buyer, um, all we're doing is we're finding your natural price point. The, point. the point where you would actually be prepared to pay for the property and how much you would pay. Most people, when we uh, go back to them and say, would you have paid more for our property when you bought it from us? The answer would be no. But you'll probably find that every other estate agent, most people <laughs> would have paid more for their property. Because I get that question, I ask that question all the time. It's the first thing I ask when I go into somebody's home, your property, would you have paid more for it when you bought it? And the 99 times out of 100, they say yes. And then I think to myself, who was your estate agent? Because obviously, they never did their job right. A stun of silence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the reason I left that silence here, I thought, I'm going to give people time to think about that. You know, it's the it is true. When you think about the logic of that, it's it's the classic example of, you know, would you have paid more for the property you're in? Because a lot of people just go back to the stage and they sold it. But the thing is, you've got to think, would you have paid more money for the property that you just bought 
from the Asti agent, then if the answer is yes, then why on earth would you sell it with them? Because then they'll not be getting you the maximum amount of money from the next person because they're clearly not good negotiators if that's the case. Mm. And okay. I think especially, especially in a market like this as well, you do need a good negotiator because there, it's about qualifying people, as you say, Jim. It's making sure that we're getting the right people across the door. It's making sure that we negotiate the best option for our seller. And also for those buyers, we, we have to take care of the buyer as well because the buyer has a big part to play in all of this. Of course they do. But they will also potentially have a property that they are in the process of selling or want to sell in the future. They may have more than one property. So it's about how you manage that whole relationship with them to get the end result that, that works for everyone. Yeah, interesting comment from Wendy. Wendy, thanks for watching the show and thanks for your comment, actually. Um, sorry, I've just joined the, um, in my humble opinion, uh, cash buyers aren't the best bet. Uh, they can easily walk away. People who uh, have to get a mortgage are often more committed. Absolutely right. It just depends on the circumstances. I, I can't disagree with that statement at all. What I would say is a cash buyer, as an estate agent, we make sure we get the missives concluded as quick as possible because they're cash buyers. Because there should be no reason then that the offer should be clean. So if you're a cash buyer, the offer should be clean. So it is a quick thing of saying, right, okay, there's the titles. Are you happy with the titles and the and the burdens on the titles? Absolutely. This is about having a good solicitor to get that done. That's key. And and we team up with all the good solicitors and they understand our processes and how 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 um, important it is to us to get these over the line as quick as possible. So if you do have a cash buyer, make sure your solicitor gets concluded missives as quick as possible someone said to me last night on a on a blog and it's nothing to do with us i just jumped in they actually said to themselves that the um what was it the solicitor has an, has now come back to them as a seller and insisted they get a, a, a an asbestos report for their artex but she had said but the conclude the missives are concluded and i went well there's no requirement for you to get that now because they can't back out the deal your solicitor has failed in their, their job because they should have got that done before they concluded the missives. Mm -hmm. So just go back to the solicitor and say, no, I'm not paying for that and just get the, the buyer to pay for it because they can't back out anymore. It's impossible. They've got a, they've got a concluded bargain. So that's, a, that's, a, that, that's another thing. That's why it's important to get concluded missives because a bargain has been concluded and you cannot pull out of it as a result of it. Okay, so no matter how confident you are, though, about accepting an offer quickly, the estate agent acting for the seller of whenever you wish to buy will be looking for people in a position to proceed, really, just as uh, when finding a buyer for your home as well. Um, you can take the comfort, really, in knowing that most buyers will wait for you. Um, that's a classic. Most buyers will wait. We are about to put a house on in August and their entry date for their new house will be in March next year. And I'm suggesting, I, I, I don't have any reservation in the fact that we won't be able to find them a buyer for their property, which will fall in line with their entry date, which is almost eight months from now. And, and that's pretty straightforward. I've had it a few times where we've had buyers in nine months from now. So you can take comfort in knowing that most buyers will wait because it's their dream home. Mm -hmm. Why would you go wait? It's just going to rent accommodation like you've done yourself, Perry, or you'll, yeah. you'll, you, you know, you'll, some people will live with parents for a short term because they've got mm -hmm. the space because now they've got a bigger house and everybody's flown the nest, so to speak. Um, so I think it's a golden opportunity to use all these things on a short term basis to take full advantage of your position 
and use that to maximise your buying position as well. Yeah, I think that is a really a good point that you make there. And certainly we have a property at the moment where that similar situation is happening, whereby they're looking at a November entry date because their property is being built. Um, and the buyers are willing to wait because the property, you're, when you invest in property and it's you're going to be your home, it's the biggest expense that you'll ever make. And you, it's the one place that you want to feel safe and secure. And if it meets all your demands and all your needs and your lifestyle and it is your dream home, then you'll wait to have it. Yeah. Thanks for your comment, Wendy. She agrees it's often the solicitor that doesn't progress the transaction. And that's the thing. The key is to get a really, really good solicitor. It's the estate agent, but it's also key as the solicitor. That can make or break your sale. Um, definite. Um, time, remember this phrase for everyone, time kills all deals at some point in time. That's why you want, even though you've got your house sold, you want to get that over the line as quick and as efficiently as possible, or at least get a concluded bargain. And then you can have the entry date for as long as you want. You know, if somebody wants to wait eight months, don't wait to conclude the missteps one week before eight months, because they could back out at any time they want. Get the missteps concluded as quick as possible, and then wait another six months if that's the case. Mm -hmm. You know, to get that, and, and then, because you know you've definitely got a sale, you've got, you've got, you've got, certainty in, in your life and in your planning leaving it a week or two weeks before you're due to actually change the, the exchange of keys um it leaves you completely open and and uh, vulnerable to yeah. somebody just saying my circumstances i've changed them off i've put i'm pulling out or i've seen a better house mm -hmm. I'm off. yeah and that's happening as well and Yes, the solicitor is important, but you're right as well, though, Jim, your estate agent is important as well. And we had a situation with a cash buyer, to go back to Wendy's point, and what we did in that scenario is our seller was concerned that what Wendy said would happen. Um, and so part of the acceptance of their offer was that it was a must that missus concluded within six weeks. Yeah. Even though the entry was way ahead, it had to conclude within six weeks or it wasn't a deal. I'll be honest, as a buyer, as a buyer and an investor, I want to conclude my missives as quick as possible. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I, I, when I, I, my concern is for the deal that I've got, I'm concerned that somebody else says, I tell you what, I could have got more for this and ends up saying, I'm going to, I'm going to put it back on the market or I'm going to put it to market before I get it. So I, I just want to conclude it as quick as possible to get over the line. And then I'm happy to wait three or four months or whatever their circumstances are yeah. for them to sort themselves out. It just gives me certainty as well about planning for for investment strategy. Okay, Absolutely. so so the key here is let's look at record interest rates next. <clears throat> so record low interest rates. Look at this. This is the Bank of England since the year two thousand, and you could see interest rates up at seven and a half percent and dropping all the way down, and boom, right at the credit crunch, drops like a stone. 025 percent is now at point. I think it's at point one percent. Is it no still? Um, I've kind of lost track about where we are in terms of interest rate rises and, and decreases and increases, but we're round about that level. But you can see how it's record low interest rates now. It's a it's it's a crazy time for lending. I mean, even buy to let mortgages in your own name are like one and a half percent. This is a no brainer. The the planets have all aligned for investors to get out there and buy properties if they can do five year fixed rate deals at one and a half percent. And also for first-time buyers, in all honesty, because, again, the economy, everyone wants the economy to start becoming buoyant again. Um, and so the government are making great inroads into 
managing to make that appealing for first-time buyers, whereas previously mortgages weren't available that they can have now. So again, that's just trying to get that housing market moving, get the economy and people spending. So it's, it's great for it. It's a win-win for everyone. Uh, most of the economy revolves. I, I spoke to someone the other day about this as well. I think it was a politician um, and they were asking, oh, it was actually um, the uh, Johnson Press Group, so the Scotsman. So I was speaking to them, they wanted to know my opinion on the housing market. Um, so I was talking to them about it and I says, look, 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 the, the market's going to boom for all time soon because um, you've got record low interest rates. The um, the uh, Office of National Statistics have just suggested that the pre-pandemic jobs level is actually higher now for employing people than it was before the pandemic. So record low interest rates, record high employment levels, record number of buyers, low stock, recipe for boom. It's going to continue. Mm -hmm. There's no end in sight to this. Uh, the cost of borrowing really has been rec uh, has been historically low for a while. And the real story is that 95% um, mortgages are actually widely available now. Um, and since the, the, the 2021 spring budget, um, the government has backed the mortgage guarantee scheme uh, and unlocked the doors to loans which are, are, are mostly withdrawn in the 2020 when the pa uh, pandemic came in. And it's like what you say, Perry, um, you know, there's there's first time buyers out there now able to get, you know, put down reasonable deposits and they're now able to get their house now, which actually flows through all the process because then they buy, it allows somebody to upgrade and then they buy and allows the other person to upgrade and then that person is able to downgrade. And it's a cyclical it's nature of the market. It is, it's the start of the chain, isn't it? I think for some first time buyers though that they are finding that they're getting outbid on the properties because their yeah. budgets are limited. Um, you know, they might not have huge amount of savings. The bank mum and dad might have dried up um, that they're just not able to to get. And of course, for the uh, the lift scheme, if they've been accepted onto that, you cannot go above home report valuation. So these days, with many properties going for more than their home report valuation, first time buyers are just are having a bit of a struggle. First time buyers are relying on bank mum and dad a lot of the times. I think I think that's a key as well. And and you know, bank mum and dad um, nowadays, if you are a spirit, you you eventually a, a wee note to everybody out there. It's quite a lot younger. It's got younger children. Eventually, you will become the bank of mum and dad. <laughs> <laughs> so I suggest you start saving now and putting your money away wisely and actually putting a, 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 a significant amount of proportion of your income away all the time in order to compound that over a period of time to create a huge amount of wealth. I could teach you about that, actually. <laughs> but that is another story. It's um, another show in itself. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tell you what, it's, it's a, I tell you what, it's a series. It's a year series in Buy to Let and the blueprint for Masterclass in Buy to Let. Um, I did give the game away a wee bit in a, in, in a foundation course last week in last week's show. It wasn't about capital growth or yield. It was actually the blueprint to financial freedom um, that I'd actually run the show for. So if, if you've not seen that, go back and check it out. This Your financial freedom could end up being as a result of that show last week. And I'm quite happy to help anybody if they want to get to any level of success in terms of property development and property wealth. Um, it's all there for the taking. I've done it for 30 years. I've got a blueprint and a track record and what I do. I've made all the mistakes. All you need to do is follow it. As well as helping people buy the, their first home and, and the, the, the effect has rippled quickly up the property ladder, as was said. Um, well, this means that larger um, market for the existing home. 
Um, it also means that the buying power is significantly increased for your next home as well as a result of that. So perhaps your forever family home has just seemed out of reach or the leap of, to the perfect location was too much of a stretch. You can now be in a position to make that move that you always wanted because interest rates are at a record low level and you can get borrowing at record. I mean, when we looked at it in previous shows, the statistic here is at the peak of the credit crunch, um, the amount of the person's mortgage in proportion and in, into proportion of their average salary was 62% of their average salary was a mortgage payment. Mm -hmm. Just now it's 30%. So what does that tell you about the amount of scope people have to get a higher mortgage and higher payments and still be able to absorb that in their normal day-to-day -day working? Mm -hmm. It's very unlikely you're going to lose your job if we've just had this statistic out the other day at the pre-pandemic levels of job employment have gone through the roof. Um, as as of now, in terms of the hospitality, the theatre, mm -hmm. and, and all these industries, they're all recruiting again. They're all back online. Yeah, they'll go offline possibly for a, a a small period of time, but they'll all come back online again. So it's only it's in the long term. This will all in the medium to long term. This will all sort itself out, and and that's probably why I think record low interest rates will keep pushing this market. And the government's got no desire to increase them either because then it will affect the housing market, which in turn affects jobs, which in turn affects uh, banks and liquidity. And we all know what happens when banks' liquidity goes into trouble. Then we've got So they can't afford to have a credit crunch. Therefore, record interest rates are going to be here to stay for quite a long time. Even though they go up 0.25 or 1%, it isn't going to make any difference in the short term because 90% of all people um, getting a mortgage now are actually fixing their rates. And 75% or 78% of all people with mortgages just, just now have actually fixed their rates. So interest rates can go up to their heart's content and it will not hit all the all these people. Because in the credit crunch, it was only like 30% of people had fixed their rates. So it affected everybody immediately. Then the flood came onto the market. And by the way, just to give you an indication of it, we were talking about 446 properties on the market just now. And the credit crunch at the peak, there was 3,000 properties on the market up for sale in Fife. That shows you how far we've come in terms of supply and demand for property in the Fife market. It is booming. I'll go back to saying that again. We're going to talk about record sales speeds. This is a post from the property reporter. Average house prices hit a record high and sell at fastest pace ever recorded. And that was in April. And this is still going strong as it is now. Um, according to Rightmove, the average time to agree a sale is more than halved between May 2020 and May 2021, from 88 days to 41 days. How about selling a house in minus two days? <laughs> it is possible. It's, yeah, called, it. <laughs> it's called portal launches on social media, selling without getting onto a website. <laughs> Many homes are even selling quicker. In fact, some are actually selling their first week of going to the market. Some are actually selling before they even get on the market. Others before they actually get the property onto the website and at record prices. I mean, let's. I mean, 44% more for a property we've been offered within the last two or three weeks, I think it was. 44% more. Wow. Yeah. That is an eye-watering amount.
you know, five offers, I think, in the last couple of months, we've had for more, 100,000 more than the home report itself. Mm -hmm. That is record amounts. I have never seen prices like that in a, ever, ever in the lifetime that I've been in property. That is crazy numbers. It's certainly an impact that we're seeing, and I think it's building through, going right to the beginning of this discussion, is people's frustration because it might be house number six that they've tried to get. So there is a point where some buyers are now saying, I'm just going to go all in because we need it, we love it, we want it, and we don't want to risk not achieving it. Kind of take it with you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what, you save no that money up for, if that's the case? It's well, the, like, kids will, you know, the kids will just spend it anyway. <laughs> and, and, but but, but my, my, I keep saying to my mum and dad, uh, well, it's, it's a way gone now, but I say, if you're ever going to give me anything, you should have given me it when I needed it. There's no point in giving it now because I don't need it. So, you know, this theory about, oh, I'll just leave my money to the kids. It's like, well, the kids have actually done their own thing. They've developed their own wealth. They don't need your money anymore. So the best thing you could do for your kids is give it to them when they need it. Don't give it to them when you go. I mean, how many people want somebody to die in order to inherit money? No. no. And that's the thing. So the reality is, you know, do it now pay for your kids' education, help them on their college, help them on their university, help them get their first-time buyer's house, help them with that deposit, if you can. That's key here, because you can't take it with you. And by the time, well, possibly by the time even you get to that stage, it all goes on care costs. £55,000 a year? What? It's like, give it away now. I have an auntie, and, us, and, and, and it was... It was her son uh, bumped into me the other day and she said to me, he said to me um, that when she passed away, she had literally just £10,000 in her bank account. Now, this auntie was a millionaire and she had given the whole lot away prior to her going. But, and and our, our, <laughs> her parting words, as she shook her hanky on her deathbed, it was a white hanky, by the way, <laughs> shook her hanky, she turned to her son and said, make sure I didn't pay any tax. <laughs> right, doctor, get on with the morphine. <laughs> that was her in a nutshell, and I, I and I just laughed so much. Um, but but she was right. You know, the reality was, um, you know, don't let someone else take it all from you. Give it all to your family well before. There's strategies and ways to do that. I mean, you can do lifetime tenancies as well, and actually still continue to stay in your house and have the house for the rest of your life. But your kids now own it, and you've got a lifetime tenancy in it give the asset away. Speak to a solicitor about that. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not the person you should be speaking to because I'm not a legal advisor. One of the but, things that I would um, would say is that because some people are so desperate to get a property, they're actually making offers and having them accepted before they've seen the property. Yeah. Um, which, And then they phone us up and say, can I get in? <laughs> to yeah. look and say, no, no, you can't. No, you I'm are not allowed. Yeah, you must wait until the missives have concluded and then you can get two visits to the property for measuring up. I would um, never have thought, Andrea, though, it would see a day that we would actually get people saying, no, I'm happy just to see it when I buy it. Yeah. Well, actually, when I buy it and when I'm moving. Yeah, you get the keys. No bother. I've seen your video. You've done a fantastic walkthrough. You've explained everything. I've seen the drone footage. I know exactly what the area is like. I used to visit all the time, and I still visit just now in my holiday period, on my holiday times. I'm more than happy just to buy it. And the day I get the keys is the day I'll actually see it for the first time. I never thought we would get to that point in 
house sales where we'll be able to do that. But that was what drove that was the was the um, pandemic. Yeah, that, that people yeah. just decided, I'm just going to buy a house, and we formulated a system around the fact that you would never need to. You could buy a house and never need to actually walk into it until the day you get the keys. Uh, and that was for that reason, because mm -hmm. I, I had this impression that we were all going to live in our houses for the rest of our life. And would <laughs> that's who I that's who I thought I modeled the whole thing. Around. We were all going to live in our houses for the rest of our life. And how would I be able to get you to buy another house? Because you would still have to upgrade you because you have a growing family. So how could I get you without walking in a house to actually buy a house? And then, then actually go in it, and and the day you the day you see it is the day you get the keys, and that's how I formulated that system in order to able to be able to do that, and that's where this this all came about: the personal property tours, the drone tours, the retargeting through social media, the whole negotiation system, that was all built around the very fact that you might never need to walk into a house ever again until the day you buy it. Until the day you until you did the get you get the keys, that's really what it is. So that's how that system came about, and it and it's proved really well, and 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 it's tested, and it's worked extremely well. I think it has been successful, and I think a that is a good way to do it, but also b I think that the lockdown what it has taught us all, and I think everyone who's kind of watching or will watch this later would agree with it. I think we've all got a bit more tech savvy as well, though. So, you know, things that we maybe go, oh, I don't know how to work that and I'm going to shy away from it. People aren't like that now. You know, so relatives that I know who potentially didn't really get into any kind of technology are now doing it and they're Zooming and they're team chatting and they're doing all these things. So it's easy to look at a house and you actually feel that you're in it the way that we do it because of the personal property tour. So yeah. I've had people that I've shown property to um, yesterday again, actually, and there was a little kind of quirky bit to this house and they said I said well oh, this place oh yeah that's fine I've, I've seen that on the video I know exactly what that looks like you know yeah. when would that have ever happened before I've had people saying I don't have a social media account I says well you better go and get one then eh? yeah <laughs> I had a and, last and, week. and then I've had people saying I'm going to get one I'm just going to sign up and I says but you don't need anybody else to see you you can just yeah. put everything private but all you need to do is follow our page and then when we go live with our property you'll see it straight away um, let's talk about record high prices. This is what comes as well. Look at this. Average UK house price surges 10%. This is Sky News and nears record high prices. Sky News, the news, it's all over it. The, the average UK estate agent now only has 17 homes for sale available. That's an amazing statistic. Um, the lack of availability combined with the market confidence and accessible lending has proved that buyers are willing to pay more and take a longer term view on their property values. That's why the values are all going up in price, because they're taking the longer term view. If I'm staying there for 20 years, what does it matter if I pay another £20,000? It's only a grand a year. But I always say to people, if you're paying 20000 and everybody else pays 20000 then that's the new price of the property. So you've not actually lost that. You've actually just pushed all the prices up to a different level, so the next person has to pay that. But how long will it last? That's the key. <laughs> Nobody knows. Get my crystal ball out. <laughs> we'll know, we'll, I mean, we'll only know after the moment has passed. That's what's going to come down to it. And as it stands today, more homes are receiving multiple offers than ever before, pushing prices into new heights. I keep getting told all the time. I actually go to people say, tell you what, I'm going to try and get, I'm going to try and set another record for this type of property. You know, who would think a two bedroom in the East Newt could be worth 200,000? <laughs> a two-bedroom apartment, but I'm going to set a record for it. 
and 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 that's that's who I think you know. It's like how can I do this? How can I set a new price point? How can I set a new record? What do I need to do? And what tools do I need to put in place to, in order to do that? And then what system do I have in the backup with you guys? And and all that comes into play and and, and makes this happen for a customer. And then they phone you up and say, I, I can't believe you've ever got that. Um, but, no, I think as well, Jim, there's a, an anticipation there, and certainly I don't think that anyone, I certainly didn't see it, and I'd be interested to hear your point on this, Jim. Post-pandemic, did we actually think this was going to happen? I think there were, I certainly had a fear factor of, you know, what does what is life after COVID? And yeah. I think it's taken everyone by surprise. I'll be honest and say I knew this was going to happen. I never knew it to this degree, but if you go back to the shows in uh, March last year in 2020, and in April as well, I actually had said on there, I, I, I saw no indicators to suggest to me that the market was going to crash. And it was all these indicators like record low interest rates, still the demand, people still have to move. You can't tell your child to, I tell you what, we're four months into our pregnancy, can you just put a delay on that now and don't come out till about nine months from now when we get a new house? No, <laughs> that's not going to happen. And, and so all these indicators are critical in the path in the process to, to to let us see that you know this is this is where we're going to go and i i still think this is going to continue to boom and that's it guys that's our show so we're nearing the hour and and it's time to wrap up so final words on this perry i think the clear message is don't wait go for it now because tomorrow might not happen you need I to just do continue and it, it will not stop the now. Yeah, you need to do it today. Andrea? Similar along the lines of what Perry said there, don't put off till tomorrow what can be done today. Oh, that's a good phrase. I might actually look, I might actually keep, I'll keep that in the bank and I'll, I'll keep that for the next time. <laughs> and you do get other people saying it around the other way, so I don't do it today what can be put off till tomorrow, but... <laughs> Not in this, um, it, not in this, no, not in this context. <laughs> you've got to admit, though, it is a remarkable time to be selling a property in Fife. And and we'd love to help with that process and the, and the whole thing. But you have to remember, it's about getting the best circumstances for you and no one else. It's all about you at the end of the day. You're the seller. It's falling into your criteria. And, and one of the things that people say to me all the time is I might end up homeless, being homeless, because I'll sell my house and I've got nowhere to go. That is practically impossible to happen because you are the one that decides if you'll accept an offer and more importantly, the circumstances, which is the entry date surrounding that offer. So you will never be left in a position that you didn't make happen yourself. But that takes a strong estate agent to make that happen for you. And that's it, guys. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you, everybody, for watching the show and commenting as well. Thank you to Sheena, to Wendy, and, and to Mark as well. And, uh, and we'll see you next week on next week's Five Property Show. Bye-bye for now. Have a great weekend, Bye. all. Bye.